Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. episode of the let's talk football podcast i'm your host billy powell and today we have episode four of our this week in the football series where i'll talk you through all of the main talking points from this week in the world of football and this week there's only one place to start wednesday the 25th of november 2020 the world of football lost the true legend of the sport diego armando maradona unfortunately passed away Diego Maradona, as I'm sure you all know yourselves, had a massive impact on the kind of football that we see today, being an inspiration to every young Argentinian. Diego Maradona started his career with Argentinos Juniors, where he really made a name for himself in his five years there. He then moved to Boca Juniors, where he played one season, scoring 28 goals in 40 appearances, before then moving to Barcelona in 1982 for a world record fee of £5 million. Unfortunately for Maradona, his time at Barca was riddled with injuries and only played 36 times for them before moving over to Italy where he spent seven years in Naples. Diego Maradona's legacy will always live on in the hearts of the Neapolitans, so much so Napoli have decided to rename their San Paolo Stadium in honour of him. Diego Maradona had troubles off the pitch with drugs and addictions throughout his whole career and afterwards, but that will never take away how much of a genius and magician he was with the ball at his feet. Rest in peace, Diego. You'll be sorely missed by the whole of the footballing world. Champions League football is finally back though, and once again, it's throwing up many a surprise result. Barcelona left both Lionel Messi and Frankie de Jong out of the side which travelled to Ukraine to take on Dynamo Kiev. It didn't matter though as Barcelona comfortably stuck four past them. The young American right back Serginho Dest came up with a goal along with a Martin Braithwaite brace and Antoine Griezmann grabbing the other. Borussia Mönchengladbach also scored four against the other Ukrainian outfit in Shakhtar Donetsk. 
Real Madrid beat Inter Milan 2-0 and it didn't help Inter with the fact that Arturo Vidal was shown a red card in the 33rd minute. Eden Hazard finally managed to get on the score sheet and Akraf Hakimi scored an own goal against his former club. The Champions League fun doesn't stop there though as Atalanta were victorious over Liverpool scoring two and keeping a clean sheet despite playing against Mane and Salah for 60 minutes. The best piece of news this week though was the announcement that fans will finally be able to get back into stadiums. Unfortunately, it's not across the whole of the UK and only for those parts which are in tiers 1 and 2 for Covid restrictions but at least it's a start. Saying that though, I do find it unfair that some teams will have somewhat of a home advantage but if that's what it takes to get me into a sold out 40,000 Villa Park the quickest then so be it. If you're not aware of what these tiers mean in relation to how many fans will be allowed to go back into the games. If your region is in tier 2, you will only be allowed 2,000 fans in. But if your region is in tier 1, you'll be able to have 4,000 fans back in. Just so you know which teams are and aren't allowed fans back in. The teams that are are Arsenal, Brighton, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Everton, Fulham... Liverpool, Southampton, Spurs and West Ham. The teams that that aren't allowed fans in are Aston Villa, Burnley, Leeds United, Leicester City, Manchester City, Man United, Newcastle United, Sheffield United, West Brom and Wolves. There has been a lot of talk about this next point for a fair while now and that's dementia within football. There have been many ex-professionals that since retiring from the game have suffered with and battled against dementia and it's good to finally see that something's being done about it. A way in which this could be countered is the banning of heading and particularly at grassroots level. It's this week being mentioned that you could be seeing heading being banned even up as far until under-18s football. So Jeff Hurst has come out and said that he doesn't support this ban since the diagnosis of dementia sweeping through his World Cup winning teammates. In my opinion, I think it's great to see that something's being done about it, but I think we've also got to take into account though the way that football and footballs have have evolved. Footballs back in 1966 were made of leather and if it ever was raining or if it got wet, the ball would be a lead weight. My dad has told me stories before of when he used to play football as a kid and when the ball got wet it would take about 10 minutes just to come round if you've just headed the ball. But As I say football has evolved and as have the balls themselves and the materials used for them. Balls these days have a padding inside them and are made out of latex with a plastic cover around the outside. My solution to this issue would be to use different balls for training. The majority of the damage is done in training as heading the ball is an art just like finishing and dribbling so therefore is practiced all the time. Therefore so we don't lose the art of heading altogether a different kind of ball could be used as a solution to the problem. You see it in cricket when they're doing catching practice as well a lot of the time. They'll be using a tennis ball because it's softer and reduces injury. Either way, I'm just glad something's finally being done to prevent this horrible disease. That's all for today though, thank you very much for listening. If there's something you think I've missed, feel free to get in touch on social media 
at LT Football Pod. All the best, and I'll see you back here on Tuesday for another episode. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.